The Holy Gospel according to Matthew, the sixth chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said to the disciples, Beware of practicing your piety before others in order to be seen by them. For then you have no reward from your Father in heaven. So whenever you give alms, do not sound a trumpet before you, as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets, so that they may be praised by others. Truly, I tell you, they have received their reward. But when you give alms, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing, so that your alms may be done in secret. And your Father, who sees in secret, will reward you. And whenever you pray, do not be like the hypocrites, for they love to stand and pray in the synagogues and at the street corners, so that they may be seen by others. Truly, I tell you, they have received their reward. But whenever you pray... Go into your room and shut the door and pray to your Father who is in secret. And your Father who sees in secret will reward you. And whenever you fast, do not look dismal like the hypocrites, for they disfigure their faces so as to show others that they are fasting. Truly, I tell you, they have received their reward. But when you fast, Put oil on your head and wash your face so that your fasting may be seen not by others, but by your Father who is in secret. And your Father who sees in secret will reward you. Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust consume and where thieves break in and steal. But store up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust consumes, and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. Please be seated. Let us pray. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable in your sight. Lord, our strength and our redeemer. Amen. I remember the very first time I was invited to impose ashes during an Ash Wednesday service. A mother brought her infant forward to the railing, and seeing the baby, I froze. I knew the words I was supposed to repeat. Remember, you are dust, and to dust you shall return. And I marked a cross on the mother's forehead, and I said those words to her. But I was not prepared to place that ashen cross on that tiny forehead and say those words to one who had been born just weeks before. But that mama knew what she was doing when she brought her child to the altar rail to receive ashes. She knew how precious 
and dear and sometimes fleeting life is. The ashes remind us both of what we already know and of what we sometimes forget, that in Christ, death does not get the last word. I haven't hesitated since. Ash Wednesday invites us to speak honestly about sin and death. We join together in confession for our sin and on behalf of those who are not here with us today, acknowledging our complicity in the brokenness of the world where we live, a world that cannot live in peace, a world that cannot see every person is beloved and created in God's image. A world that cannot be vulnerable and authentic in its compassion and prayer for the stranger. Our confession is our response to God's word and promises for us. As disciples of Jesus, we confess with confidence that the judgment has been, is, and will be lifted from us by the grace of God in Christ Jesus. And in its honesty, our confession becomes the turning point of our lives, where we commit to actively turn around, to turn away from ourselves and return to God with all our heart. Just as Pastor Mark said on Sunday, that after the transfiguration, Jesus turns his face towards Jerusalem. In Lent, we turn our faces toward God, coming up from the ashes to learn to live as disciples of Jesus in new ways and to commit to the deeper work that leads to transformation. Here at Grace, our midweek learning and worship will focus on deepening our practices of prayer, both communally and individually. Often prayer is described as talking to God, but prayer practices also invite us to rest from all the other things we could be doing so that we can draw close to God and renew our strength. Spoken prayers let us name the concerns of our hearts, but because the best conversations aren't one-sided, prayer also asks us to wait on the Lord to speak. Amid the noise and the wordiness of our lives, silence invites us to listen for God. So one week we'll explore a prayer labyrinth where prayer is combined with movement. And another week we'll experience different kinds of healing prayers. Other weeks we'll practice morning and evening prayer, as well as prayers around the cross and centering prayer. And throughout the season, Jesus' words in Matthew's gospel will remain with us. There, Jesus tells the disciples to beware 
or pay attention to where their hearts are in all that they do, whether it's giving or praying or fasting. Jesus urges us that in whatever we do, we should act with honesty and authenticity. It's too easy for our motives to get mixed up, for our hearts to harden, and for us to curve in on ourselves in sin. In a world that is so often transactional, rewarding merit and achievement, we are called to remember that discipleship isn't about what we get or whom we impress, but who we are in relationship with God through Christ, forgiven and reconciled. So on Ash Wednesday and throughout this Lenten season, we are invited to focus on how God's grace-filled and loving responses to us defines who we are and how we practice our faith day by day. Let us pray. Good and gracious God, we give thanks for your abundant grace and mercy and for your steadfast love. Thank you for forgiving our sin and for inviting us to return to you again and again. Reconcile us to you and to one another as we practice our faith and deepen our relationship with you. We pray in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ. Amen.